he's trying to make his team great. He's trying to make the linebackers great. Uh, and so everything that he does, you know, he, he's grabbing guys and bringing them with him. I was kind of along, along those same lines. How valuable is it for you for as a coach to have a guy like Devin Boyd in your room? And also, maybe what are some things that he does behind the scenes that we don't see that, that help you out? Right. Uh, heard a lot about his film watching. Yeah, valuable in the fact that you've got experienced eyes. Okay, you got uh, a guy that has coaching type of eyes. He can see things. He can help. Right, um, and I'm a true believer in the best way of learning is actually teaching. You know, I come from an education background, and I know that's one of the main ways to retain information is to teach. And he's a great coach. He's a great teacher. So uh, that's what I loved about having that experience around. Uh, a couple of things that he does. I mean, he just he outworks everybody. Okay, uh, he not only does he outwork everybody, but he outworks himself. Okay, he knows what his expectations are, and he succeeds those uh, every day. Talk about Nephi Sewell's development and growth since he made the transition to linebacker now entering year two as a starter. Yeah, he's, he's done a great job. He's really picked it up last year in our five games that we played. Uh, he, he did a great job of really taking hold of it and understanding it and learning it because it's, it's different. I mean, you're, you're, you can be a defensive tackle type that's going to be fitting A's and B gaps, if that makes sense, right? And then all of a sudden you can be a BB type where you're dropping out and covered. So as a linebacker, we're hybrids. We have multiple things that we've got to do. And, uh, man, he filled that role immensely. He's extremely savvy. He's one of the most savviest players I've ever been around. Uh, he knows where the ball's going. He knows where to fit it. He knows the structure of the defense. Um, he's, he's maybe a little bit more quiet, as you guys know, but he's an extremely savvy player and a delight to coach. You brought in a lot of high school talent in your signing class, but you weren't done. You brought in another transfer, Josh Calvert, who is the older brother of Ethan Calvert. Kind of in a unique situation with him being still relatively young, but two years at college. What does he bring to the table? Uh, it's funny. Yeah, I, you know, you ask that question because I thought about that a lot. Um, in bringing a transfer in that comes, in my opinion, from a good program, okay, is really, really nice. It's nice to have. Uh, a guy like that that not necessarily we run the same defenses but can pick up on things his terminology he just tweaks it a little bit and, and applies it to things that he's done uh, he's a very physical Josh very physical kid I uh, love the way he's progressing in these uh, seven practices and uh, excited about it how, how deep are you at the linebacker position right now like how many guys I, I know you're in the middle of camp but how many guys do you, do you think could be game ready by the time uh, you guys roll around to the opener well, I mean, it's it's my position to make sure from top to bottom that I have enough guys that are ready. Uh, you know, it's, it's a game of contact, and, and, you know, injuries happen, and to, you know, the next man up mentality. You know, when somebody goes down, the next man grabs a rifle, and he freaking takes that front line. So it's, it's my job as a position coach to make sure that I got guys ready, and when it comes time on September 2nd, we'll be there. With transfers and recruiting, how much did it help the fact that you've put guys in the NFL at linebacker position to get these guys in now? Oh, I mean, that's huge. I mean, that's a big part of it. Um, you know, everybody that's played football has dreams and aspirations to play on Sundays, right? And if they can foresee that actually becoming a reality, then that, that helps big time. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in linebacker play here at the University of Utah that is appealing. 
Uh, number one is, in my opinion, we got one of the best D lines in the country. And as you guys know, linebacker play, okay, you're as good as the defensive front in front of you. And we've got a good defensive front. And so in recruiting, uh, you're seeking schools like University of Utah so you can play behind uh, these big defensive tackles in front of you. I'd like to ask opposing position coaches about guys on the other side of the ball. From your perspective, how are the, I guess, the new faces for the most part in the running back room? Though? Yeah, love the competition. Okay, those guys are workhorses. I love the running back group. We face running backs and tight ends quite a bit. And uh, man, from top to bottom, they've got a lot of depth as well. And um, uh, really excited about what they're bringing. I mean, day in and day out, they're making us work as linebackers. And uh, really like uh, the running back group. I asked Kyle McDonald this the other day, but uh, Utah's brought in a lot of talent, raised the talent level really. And, and Utah's also been known as a program built on competition. How do you get guys that are coming in with maybe higher talent levels um, to buy into that, that culture of competition? That's exactly what it is. It's a culture here, all right? This is what we're known for, right? Um, you know, you, you go back and you look at the amount of star recruits, right? And you're not pulling a ton of five-star recruits, right? So um, our culture is what makes Utah good, right? And, and that's what we rely on. Um, and so that's, at the end of the day, kind of what we're pushing for as coaches is, is that culture, that toughness, that grit, um, the, the willingness to be great, you know, and to outwork everybody. I know that, you know, having, having Ethan and, and Mason as far as big-time recruits coming in, um, could, you know, people could overlook Trey Reynolds. How does he fare so far in camp? Trey Reynolds is a gritty, tough football player. He is, I love Trey Reynolds, and uh, like you said, people could overlook him, but he is, he's fantastic. He works his butt off. He's got a work ethic like Devin Lloyd, and uh, he will wear that projector out in the film rooms, and he wants to be great. And what's funny is he's been here for, what, seven months now, and uh, yeah, he's really been a name for himself. Coach, you talked about um, Devin Lloyd's leadership. How have you seen him kind of bring along some of the younger linebackers so far in camp? Well, I think, you know, I think there was linebackers here that did it for Devin. You know, the Cody Barton type linebackers that were here, the Francis Bernard type linebackers that were here. So um, they, they've, over the years, it's been shown. And I think what they can see is how it's actually done. Uh, when you tow the line for gases, what, you know, the first team all Pac-12 linebacker looks like and what he does and how he acts throughout the day in his film study. And so it really helps to be able to see it, what it actually looks like. Besides you, who would be the best bulldogger? In <laughs> Probably Trey Reynolds. <laughs> Probably Trey Reynolds. you got to have sheer strength. That's in Trey Reynolds has that. <laughs> yeah, you got to be a little loose up here, too. You know, just gonna loose to jump off on a horse going about 35 miles an hour onto a steer. So, yeah, that's a good Thanks. question. With uh, with Tobago and obviously Ethan uh, Calvert being you know folks are recruits um, and the depth you talked about the linebacker position this year, how do you kind of see their roles? Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of roles that are being played, especially at a young age. I mean, there's a lot of special teams to be played. Uh, like I said, there's there's development. They they need to look at what an all conference actual player looks like. And hey, are we at this point? No, let's get there. Okay, how do we get there? Those kinds of things. But yeah, there's as far as roles go, there's plenty of roles to be played. And like yeah, I, I answered the question earlier, it's my job to make sure that if you know one man goes down, the next man's ready. You had a player in the spring game, Kareem Reed, that really kind of showcased some, some ability. And then you know, he's a walk-on. And then you've got another guy, Peyton Fury, who was also a walk-on. 
What does it mean? Like, what does it say? The fact that you've got guys that are coming in as walk-ons that you know, fit your culture, your identity, and, and are producing. Right. That's a, that's a really good question. I'm a strong believer in recruiting my walk-ons. Uh, I go out and I recruit a walk-on as if he's a scholarship athlete. Uh, and my hopes that that walk-on will earn a scholarship. And Kareem Reed, Hayden Peary, both of those guys, extremely hard work ethics, extremely athletic, extremely talented. Recruiting is not a science and guys can get overlooked. Those guys are, are, um, are good enough to play here. Those guys are talented enough. Um, and I love everything about both those guys. They are, as you already mentioned, had a great spring, both of them, and fired up about both of them thus far. What can you speak to you about uh, the line landing and his skill set? Lowe's doing a great job. Okay, he's a little bit new to the program. He's a transfer from Washington State. It took him a little bit longer to get in, so he's maybe not ahead of those mid-year younger guys that were here, but Lowe's, I love what he's showing, I love his physicality, okay, right off the top. Uh, he's doing a great job. He's an all-in type of guy, okay? He's more than willing to work hard. Um, he's a great attitude, great demeanor about him. He has great body language to him, so there's a lot of things foundationally that I like about him low so far.